Hey, hey, legends! It is episode four. It is that Fit for Life Girl podcast, and you are listening to Cat Parnell. Um, sounds weird saying my full name, um, like telling myself off. But anyway, today's podcast is about walking. Thank you so much again for all the feedback that's coming through. Absolutely buzzing off that, and I'm really glad that you're enjoying them. Um, I am pretty much just going to keep it real, as always. Um, I just had to restart the last one, though. Got 30 seconds in, and I felt a bit jaded, and I wasn't really sure why. I thought maybe I'm just a bit like, you know, haven't really hydrated maybe enough or just not really feeling great. Um, but it was because I had one contact missing <laughs> out of my eye. So I was trying to look at uh, the screen in front of me because I have got a few little notes. Um, and uh, <laughs> that is the reason. So could only see through one eye. I'm only minus two in each eye, by the way. And it's quite nice that I'm the same on each eye because if I lose a contact... Or I can always have the one, same one. I don't know if any of you guys are short-sighted, long-sighted, wear contact glasses, I don't know. But that is just another little thing about me. Minus two in each eye. So anyway, um, so uh, I'm going to tell you, actually, my next podcast. Um, I had a message this morning, actually, saying that people would like to know a little bit about me and uh, where I grew up more insight into uni and what sort of training I sort of jumped straight into. So that will be episode number five. Today, though, I'm going to dive into one of the most underrated forms of exercise for your body and for your mind, and that is walking. Uh, Walking for me is a massive contribution to being able to uh, stay fit, stay healthy and keep your mind in the game. And it is so cool to go out and walk and be able to feed your brain as well as your body. So listening to podcasts, um, uh, chatting with friends, doing stuff like that, where you can really kind of be able to kill two birds with one stone. Um, and like I said before, being able to capture as much information and as much, uh, well, as much stuff as possible in a short period of time. Um, that's kind of the idea of the game of life really. Um, before I do start though, I just wanted to touch on something, um, about ownership. Now, ownership for me, I was speaking to a friend the other day and I just kind of wanted to really embrace this before I started talking about walking. And that's about actually knowing that whatever situation we're given or whatever um, task, obstacle, challenge that comes into play, we can own it. And if we do, it means really that there's no situation that is a lose situation. It's always win-win. Um, and it's taking on that. And when it becomes so powerful, when you really embrace that whatever situation comes in your way, it's a win-win because you learn from it um, and you can attack it with confidence knowing that you can only grow. Um, and it's that power, really. Um, so ultimately, our successes and our failures are on our head and our head alone. And I've said that in the last podcast and no one's coming to save us. There's no one there to give us happiness, health, love, respect, money. Um, we are where we are because of our decisions and not our circumstances. And when we free ourselves from the rules that we think we, sh- we should govern our lives as dictated by society, the moment we understand that life is ours to do whatever the hell we want with it is unbelievably liberating. Um, so oftentimes, you know, people will be following this path, you know, whether it's with diet, you know, jumping on from one fad to the next, um, thinking that you've got to do this, you've got to stick to this because this person's done it. And ultimately it's finding your own ways and almost having a trial and error with most things to see what works best for you and what actually you enjoy. And that's what I said last time, you know, as well about how 
your optimal weight as such is the weight you're at where you're living the happiest and healthiest life that you actually enjoy. Whether that's if Tom, Dick and Harry are doing some other certain diet or they're training a certain way, it doesn't matter what they're doing. Unless you're, you know, you are competing for a specific sport, obviously your training needs to be dedicated towards doing that. I mean, if you're going for to do like, you know, powerlifting, you know, you wouldn't then go and suddenly run marathons, you know, you need to be dedicating um, your training in the gym with a barbell, etc. Um, so freeing yourselves, though, is one thing, claiming ownership, like I say, of that freed self is another. So the idea is to learn to admit when we've made mistakes before someone exaggerates the story and taking control of any situation and knowing even the most negative and draining problems have solutions. And the main thing is really, and I, I learned this when I was looking to listen to Mark um, Manson's The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, and it is one of the best books I've ever read. I've listened to it time and time again, because I believe every time you listen to something, you pick up on something new. Just like on films, you know, that you watch again, you're like, oh, I didn't see that that, that first time, you know. Um, and really kind of picking into different things, because I think also in certain periods and chapters of our lives, we almost filter for certain things and read them into them deeper. So when you turn into a different chapter or you learn and and progress mentally, um, reading the same actual information, you could pick up on something totally new you might have missed before. Um, I, I realise I've just kind of spoken that in the, the same the same thing twice, but it's so important in respect of that's why I enjoy reading books again and again because. I learned so much more each time. And in that book, um, it spoke about how life is just a series of problems, but it's choosing the problems that you want to deal with. Um, and it's like the Bob Marley quote, isn't it? Everyone's going to hurt you. It's just choosing the people that are worth worth suffering for. Um, you know, and so it's, it's, it's once we accept responsibility, we gain the power to change anything it's literally responsibility of, of hands up when you've made mistakes. And a lot of people don't do that. And it's like on Instagram the other day, there was a guy who called me out for peanut butter and said that there was, uh, what was it? He said basically that I, I was saying I was going to have peanut butter in my cereal because it slows down digestion um, and you feel fuller for longer, um, of which is fact. Now he called me out and was like, no, 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 it's fiber. Fat makes you fat. You know, peanut butter will make you fat. And it's not, there's no, there's no good or bad foods. No food will make you fat. Being a calorie surplus, of which means that you are intaking more than you're outputting, so your input is higher than your output, you will gain weight. If, however, you are in a calorie deficit where your output is higher than your input, you will lose weight. Now, it's not rocket science, and a lot of people like to make simple situations complicated, but that is the fact. Now, there are certain sources of fat, like, you know, avocados, you can have oils, nuts, seeds, uh, fatty fish. Those foods are going to make you feel, you know, your society is going to be, um, you know, eased as such. And, you know, you are going to feel fuller for longer. So I was saying that, you know, in my cereals in the morning or with, you know, I say cereals, oats in the morning. That's what I often have. My go-to is whey and oats and I'll have some... Uh, just add some berries or whatever to it. Anyway, the main point was that he'd called me out for it. Um, and when he realised that he was wrong, he didn't put his hands up and realise, you know, oh, you know what, I made a mistake there. Yeah, sorry, whatever. He ran from it, unfollowed me on Facebook or um, Instagram and just like, you know, didn't say anything. And it's like, just take ownership of it. Understand when you're wrong, put your hand up and go, okay, cool. I'm going to learn from this, like crack on. 
Um, and life needs to be full of that more um, rather than people trying to fight, a, you know, a, a losing game. You know, whether we fail or succeed, it's on, it's on us. Um, and we know we have the insight to accept error. It's in our power to learn from it and in our interest to grow. Um, so, and it's knowing every fault or victory is ours to use to become a better person, to serve and, uh, you know, our cho- chosen the surrounding around us. And people will respect you more as well because we're all human. No one's, no one's perfect. Um, and this podcast is never about me saying you should do this, you should do that because hands up, I'm always making mistakes. But for me, that just means that I'm getting myself out there, putting myself in vulnerable positions where it's allowing me then to, you know, grow and, and adapt along the way. Um, and I love that. If you haven't watched Coach Carter yet, Coach Carter is a mega film. I love, I love Coach Carter, one of my favorite films. It's about a basketball um, team. Samuel L. Jackson is in it. And he basically owns a situation in respect of when uh, the team was winning and such. He relayed to one of the players. When it when it made a shot, he was like, I did that. I tied those shoes. <laughs> this is such crap acting, but just follow with me. Um, he was basically just portraying in that moment. He was like, yes, I'm owning this moment. This is mine for the taking. Um, and you know, it's about in those moments, just taking those and, and, and and embracing them. Um, if you haven't watched a film, definitely watch a film. So, you know, we have to accept that life will be shit sometimes, uh, for real. I mean, we're all riding that wave at the minute. Um, and obstacles will attack that seem, seem undefeatable. You know, when this happened a couple of months ago, we were all like, what the hell? And even after it's a little bit kind of that situation, but with a positive mindset of which you continue to grow, you can own every action. Um, and nothing is impossible. It really isn't. And every problem has a solution waiting to be sold. So it's just having that positive mentality. Um, and when once your past no longer has power to define you, your future is quite literally yours for the taking. So you own it. Own every situation. Um, so yeah, that is just the first 10 minutes. Just want to sort of like, just go over that because it's such a powerful concept. Um, you can, you're on a, a winning game for always if you have that mentality. So um, with that sort of sidestep now as such, I'm going to dive straight into uh, talking about walking. Now, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Um, I and I am because ugh, what's the point? I mean, I I spoke a bit on an Instagram last night about uh, my menstrual cycle as such, and, and this is going to be a little bit of a divert, but I do feel like I can just open up to you at the end of the day. Um, you know, I'm just going to spill. Um, this is me. This is raw. This is the truth. Um, but the the, the what I was saying about last night in regards to um, my menstrual cycle as such, I lost that for seven years. Because um, in my early 20s, I had a relationship of which I'd made a mistake in um, prior to. I'm not going to go into the ins and outs of it. I mean, I'm not going to get too personal. But to be honest with you, I, um, yeah, I was in the wrong. And so hands up, I was in the wrong. And then I decided after the situation that I was going to punish myself for a very long time. And that punishment for me was going to the gym every day. And just literally running, walking, cycling. And it was just monotonous exercise. There was never really any goal from it. 
yes, in the period of time, I was ever able to achieve great marathon scores, great sort of times. I had this physique that everyone used to say, oh my God, look at your abs. But I wasn't living. I was just existing. Um, it's a sad reality. I'm going to not get emotional because I can, I feel like I'm in a place now as much as it does obviously hit kind of those emotions. It's at a place where you kind of have really, um, built a barrier over it. Um, as much as there are times where you do feel a bit vulnerable and, you know, we're all human at the same time and such, but it is about just the journey, um, and about growing and learning. And it is, at that time, I did kind of, yeah, I spent a long time just, just, that was my way of, well, yeah, punishing myself, really. Um, and I was, I was at a sort of that stage of life where I believed that no one else had ever made a mistake um, or done wrong. And it was like, whoa, you know, you're such a bad person for doing this. When, when I'm, I'm, there's no way I'm ever going to say that I'm, I was, you know, making an excuse for one thing or, ah, oh, you know, I was at an age or I was young or this person did this. Because no way am I ever going to do that because it's a learning. And, you know, the aftermath of that, I spent way too long um, rather than just putting my hand up and thinking, yeah, okay, that's in the past now. That was a shit move. Um, if I'd have, you know, you know, maybe shouldn't have done that, da 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 but I didn't and just kept plugging away. Um, but with that, walking for me was a massive thing. I used to walk. Now, I used to walk up to about eight hours a day, for real. So I used to walk about a marathon a day. Now, I've got the, uh, I've actually got Fitbit stats. Um, and I've got a video of them. So I might put them on my Instagram at some point just to sort of uh, show that literally on the daily, I was doing about 70,000, 80,000 steps. Um, which is crazy to talk it, but this was my norm. I used to get up, and I didn't drive at the time, um, and I used to walk everywhere. Any spare moment I had, I'd plug myself into these headphones, these Bluedio headphones that I had at the time, uh, and I used to walk. And I used to do that for years, because that was my way of escaping. Um, and it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't, I mean, that was my go-to. Someone else's go-to might have been drink, uh, could have been, I don't know, what other people use, gambling. I don't know what other ways, you know, but that was my go-to, was just walking and training and sort of plugging myself in, trying to escape this this negative emotion. Um, and until you actually then sort of uh, speak about it, until you then sort of actually embrace that you're not actually some kind of devil on this earth and you are a good person who has just made you know, an error, um, do you then start to actually stop punishing yourself, start to actually enjoy training, start to actually go out for walk and embrace what's around you rather than just putting one foot in front of the other. Um, and that's, it is, it is a sad reality, but it's part of who you are and it's part of who I am as such. That's what I'm saying, not who you are. I'm not saying you're going off and doing these things, but I'm just saying when we do do things in our lives that do sort of take us away from our realities, it's just who you are. And I wouldn't go back and change anything and I wouldn't go, you know, yeah, I would maybe not do the mistakes that I'd done in the past, but I wouldn't change the person, you know, some things you do, do actually make up the person you are today. And they build that strength on strength on strength, builds the character you are, the confidence you are, the confidence you have as such. So I'm just saying that the walking 
for me, became this thing that actually built, as much as in the time it was to serve one purpose, it's actually given me such a conditioned endurance framework that has allowed me now to build such a strike, as in, for me, a strong base upon. And everyone used to say, like, oh, how do you run marathons when you can just go on the bike? And it's because, I, to be honest with you, I had years of doing a marathon every day on my feet, you know, programming my body to to go at that pace and that distance not pace as such but that distance on my feet and for me that is what served me well now I'm not saying you've got to go and walk a marathon every day not at all I'm just saying walking in itself is such a powerful tool to use to be able to keep your joints nice and uh, fresh without pounding the pavements every day you know, you can go for longer distances. Like I say, you can listen to podcasts, you can go with a friend. There's so many ways and I'll go through them now um, that, you know, it's so simple and so underutilized. Um, now, I, I'm talking about an extreme here. This is, was me being in an extreme state, an unhealthy, unsustainable state where I literally did nothing but that. I had no friend. Well, I had friends, obviously, and I had people that loved and cared for me, but I didn't give them time and energy because my main focus was... Uh, I felt guilty and that was my way I was walking away from it constantly filling every moment in time just doing that so that wasn't living that's not a life so I'm not not saying that that's what you need to do (laughs) at all just to be clear here I feel like I need to be very clear since that guy messaged me on Instagram just to be clear uh but yeah just so you know and and to be honest with you any questions you have whenever you listen to any of these podcasts please fire away you know that I'm just my name on any platform um so I'm always accessible uh, with any questions that you have um yeah I'm just on your team basically Uh, But anyway, walking, to get into the main reasons why I believe this is such an important tool to be used, um, is all you really need is a good pair of trainers and you can make it a game changer. Um, And it is, the the thing is that most people, uh, sorry, let me just start again. Walking can and will be put um, you in a whole different league. If you're not started, if you're not walking already, it can literally, this is a crucial missing element in most people's lives and it can completely transform, farm, farm, don't know what accent I'm going, form your body and your mind. Uh, there's a, and th- the thing is for me walking, um, sometimes it can be completely, you're only ever one walk away from a good mood or clarity. If you're, if you're feeling overwhelmed, sensory overloaded, if you're feeling like you've got someone in your life in that moment in time that it just is not playing ball or you just feel like, whoa, this is just, whoa. Going for a walk, you just get, not only are you like breathing in fresh air, you're gaining clarity then in your mind. You know, with every step, you're just kind of like, and sometimes it's all you need, you know, just one walk. Um, now, there's a wealth of benefits to putting one foot in front of the other um, that go way beyond saving some dollar on petrol, for real. Um, and it's a habit that can completely change your life. Now, the science um, and how you can effectively add this simple stimulus into your day uh, with ways to enhance it, to keep your body guessing and build your engine to become a better version of yourself one set, um, so yeah, one step at a time to stay on this planet for as long as possible, because ultimately that's what we want to do, right, we want to be on this planet for as long as we can, longevity is the key, 
Um, now, the facts, all right, just one hour a day can implement a 20% reduction in belly fat and just 14 weeks, uh, in just 14 weeks, and that's without even changing your diet. So walking can make such a, an impact without even looking at your diet for one hour a day if you're not implementing that at the minute. So if you do start to, that's what it can do. Your blood pressure is reduced and you can blunt your blood sugar levels by walking for just 50 minutes after a meal. As the muscle contractions help to clear the sugar in your blood, which is as effective as, effective as taking certain forms of anti-diabetic medication. So if you're, on, if, you're, if you're a diabetic or for anyone that, you know, if you are having any sort of meal, going for a 15-minute walk afterwards just allows those muscle contractions um, that happen in, in the walking process to clear the sugar out of your blood. Because ultimately, you're not going to be able to go for a run or a bike after a meal because obviously, naturally, then all your blood will be going to digest your system. Um, so you'll start to cramp um, and you won't feel great. Um, you'll often probably go <laughs> be sick as well, which isn't a good thing. So going for a walk will have such a good Im- impact on that um, without actually taking that drug. So naturally, you can do that um and it's a free source um now get your walk on and reduce that risk of diabetes by 30 percent and avoid manufacturing belly fat by stopping lipogenesis before it happens now lipogenesis is is the basically the fat creation from all the excess glucose that isn't getting absorbed by the cells um as they have become resistant to insulin so What that is then is basically you avoid that belly fat occurring and you reduce that risk of diabetes. So that's another way and another reason why you should walk. Walking also alleviates depression too. So it basically gives you uh, yourself some space and some freedom of great, the great outdoors to be free. Um, You know, you can process your worries as such and structure a plan of action to look forward. Now, sometimes I'll call friends on walks and I'll be like, hey, you know, I've got this situation. Now, because I have my own business, a lot of the time, sometimes I'm a very independent person. I like training on my own. That's why I enjoy doing marathons and sort of long bike rides and stuff, because I like that space on my own. But sometimes you do need a little bit of advice or you do need to touch base, even if it is, you know, Hayley Swain's my best friend. And sometimes I'll just touch base with her and just say, hey, I've got this, I'm going to buy this. Should I buy, should I buy this? And she'll be like, just buy the box, you know, like buy the, the plier box or whatever. Because sometimes you just need someone to go and just nudge you in the right direction, you know, and oftentimes it's not even a massive, it's not a big thing. You just need that little bit of a nudge. Um, because when you are working by yourself or where you do kind of in your mind make decisions a lot, um, we often need that sort of one person to just go, right, okay, yeah, cool, do that, boom. Um, and oftentimes it's not even, it's not even that person making that decision for you. It's the thought of them, of knowing that they're there if you need them, that is a big thing. Um, so, uh, yeah, alleviating those worries, walking is a massive thing for that. Um, now people ask what speed should you walk at for it to be optimal? Now, three to four miles an hour is brisk walking speed, and that is the key pace to go at. So after an hour, if you've walked between three to four miles per miles as such, then uh, that is the right pace that you should be going at. Obviously, half an hour, one and a half miles, two to two miles. Um, quick maths on that one. I know, right, went to school and everything. Um, you don't have to hit the pavements for long periods, all right? Mini sessions as such, and small chunks work just as effectively. A lot of people say that as well. Do I have to go out for one to two hours at a time? No, you don't. 
you know, short 15 to 20 minute walks work just as effectively breaking it down into three lots of 10 minutes. If you haven't got a long period of time in one go and you have just got chances to nip out now and again, um, it actually you can reap the rewards more for going throughout the day um, by hitting, you know, little bits here and there, um, by being able to uh, you know, keep your body productive as well, because you do, it's not just about the walk in itself, it's about the person that you are post, um, the productivity of watch that, with that, the productivity of which you gain from that walk. So the positive effects of walking follow through into the next day as the terrain of the system builds, right? You begin to express higher order functions of your genes and ultimately generate energy that charges and cultivates your whole system. Fact. Okay, so it's not about just the positive effects on the day of the walk. Um, It's about the person you become in your body and your mind the following day. Um, as that energy is generated and the function of your genes um, are expressed at a higher order. So I walk for my mind as well, like I say. Walking allows me to draw back from the noise of the world and takes me out, uh, takes time out for myself. A lot of the time we can be completely sensory overloaded by what's happening, especially if we're surrounded by so many people and going out for a walk and just like breathing in the fresh air can allow us that space. Um, many of my best ideas have come out, you know, come on long walks. Uh, walking gives your mind time to reflect, evaluate and create. So a lot of the time I'll be all there on my walk and I'll literally go onto my notes up like, right, boom, boom, boom. Um, when you've got that time and that space, do you then allow your mind to really free up? And with that, then you can just like you flood in with ideas. Um, truth be told, walking can benefit any chronic illness. And those of you who are hitting the gyms for hours a day need to listen up, like, um, just as much here. Because if, um, if not more, because it's the lazy mindset that that workout is putting you in that actually only making you 4% more active than the sedentary population. Now, listen up. Most people that go to the gym for an hour a day, say on your lunch break, will then have a quite a low neat because they feel like they've done their workout and they can tick it off. Now, neat is your non-exercise activity thermogenesis. That is the activity you're doing when you're not training. So when you're just walking from A to B, when you're when you're just going around the house, maybe doing the hoovering, whatever. That is now that neat decreases if you just go for a gym for like an hour a day as such, because a lot of people feel like, all right, done now. And they'll feel lethargic then for the rest of the day. They'll just be getting to a lazy mindset because they feel like they've done their activity rather than someone who actually is quite high active throughout the day, doing their chores, you know, walking from A to B, being very active in themselves, um, actually become you know, uh, burn more calories over time because they're always moving. Now, so people that do go to the gym understand that actually, if you're only doing that hour, uh, hour a day and be having that lazy mentality as such, you're only, you know, actually only making you 4% more active than the sedentary population. Um, you think you've smashed an awesome workout, so naturally you begin to mong out as such for the rest of the day. Like I said, decreasing your neat, um, when you need to stay on the ball, all right? Neat is a massive thing. Um, So how to enhance your walking to mix it up and keep your body guessing, all right? So there's different ways you can do this, all right? So listen up here. I say listen up here like as if you're not not just going to listen up. 
Um, <laughs> listen up, guys. Interval walking is one way. So you can change the speed of your walk. So don't allow your body to adapt to one specific speed. So you can basically, by shifting gears, your hormone function, your hormone production increases and you get a bigger bang for your buck. All right. So even if you say, like, right, from this lamppost to the next lamppost, I'm going to go a little bit more speedier. Uh, if you want to run for a little bit, you can, don't, you know, don't feel like you've got to just walk on a walk. Um, but you can, uh, so fart leg training, that's called, it's called speed play in Swedish. There you go. Every day is school day. Um, another way, weighted vest. Now, uh, I ran with a weighted vest, uh, 10k, um, last year. I say last year, definitely wasn't last year. See, I told you, I always say last year. Last year could be two to yesterday, two years to yesterday, I'm just saying, um, <laughs> but you literally, um, using load, because you become heavier, it's just like a car, isn't it, if the car is filled with stuff, obviously you burn more fuel, don't you, because it's like the power, the weight, um, the force, uh, maths equation as such, you use more energy when you're a heavier load. So if you put weighted vest on, you burn more calories and you get more stronger by implementing some resistance. So buy a weighted vest or throw some weight in your rucksack. I used to walk around with a 24 kilogram um, kettlebell on my bag. No kidding. Um, used to cross the road and the car used to go, hurry up. I'm like, all right, mate. <laughs> I've got like half my body weight in this bag, but no one knows. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I actually biked yesterday morning a couple of dumbbells to my friend's house. She lives over in Ravenswood. And uh, I put two seven kilograms in my bag. Seven and a half, I think they were. So it's like 15 kilograms in my rucksack. Jesus, man. I think I did about 12 miles an hour naturally because, one, it was windy. But every time you went to actually get your bum off the seat, trying to sway your weight like that back and forth is such an error. Um, So, yeah. So... I wouldn't advise biking with the load on your back, but walking, um, yeah, brilliant way, brilliant tool. Do what I say, not what I do sometimes. Um, it's good to challenge yourself, but, um, yeah, that was a, uh, that was a challenge. Definitely. Um, add some body weight exercises during your walk. So every often maybe adds in some lunges, a few burpees, some press ups, especially if you're over the park, mix it up and make it more adventurous. So say every maybe 500 meter walk, jump into maybe five burpees, 10 press-ups, 15 squats for a couple of rounds. Um, add that in there. Maybe do a few hill sprints or a few hill walks. Um, see some stairs, do some stairs up and down. Um, mix it up. Um, I love that way of kind of mixing it up and going and training like that. Um, deep nasal breathing to restrict oxygen consumption, which in turn is uh, like a natural altitude technique. Now, if you haven't read The Oxygen Advantage yet, that is an uh, epic book to get into your library. The Oxygen Advantage, also following Brian McKenzie or Patrick McEwen. Um, McEwen, McEwen. If you know the Arsenal defender, Keown, that's how you spell it, just saying. Um, he's an ex-Arsenal defender, by the way, very long time ago. That was with, like, Dennis Kepp-Burkamp years with, like, FIFA 96. Jeez, that's, like, memories. Where you used to press, like, the, the square button loads and you just hack everyone. Oh, wowzers. Sorry, that's a massive memory. If you used to play FIFA, you'd totally understand. If not right now, you're rolling your eyes. I'm sorry. Um, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> R1 and R2 to sprint. Um... You know the score. I used to shoot, use the circle button for about a mile off. It's just so, like, optimistic. Anyway, um, we're going to move on. Learn while you burn. Learn while you burn. That is a massive tool as well when you're uh, 
when you're out walking, you can plug yourself in with a podcast. You get personal development and an efficient way to leverage your time. You can make some calls, work, social, be productive um, whilst you're on the way. So if you've ever got any emails to reply to or someone to chat to, just get out the door, especially with the weather like this. Get some vitamin D on board too. Bob is your uncle. I often say, who's your aunt? But you don't need to say that back. <laughs> wow, so some, sometimes I think, well, oh my, what do I even say? Uh, anyway, um, 10 main reasons to start putting one foot in front of the other. So I'm just going to hit you now with these 10 main reasons. All right, if you've got a notebook and you want to write them down, brilliant. If you don't want to go for a walk after this podcast, then I have done my job wrong. Because I love walk. I'm going for a walk after this podcast. I'm going to put it on my Instagram. I'll put it on... I'm not on my Instagram. I'm going to put it on my Strava. Um, same name, by the way, on my Strava. If you want to follow me, that'd be awesome. Um, and I'll obviously follow you back because it's nice to see what you get up to too. I think Strava is massive. Wake up in the morning, check out Strava. It's like the biggest motivation ever. Went for a run for the first time in ages this morning because I've been biking loads and obviously doing the Zoom sessions with Power Hour. And um, yeah, that was motivation just from someone putting a Strava this morning. I was like, oh, wow. Good, cool. Anyway, um, so 10 main reasons to start putting one foot in front of the other. Number one, reboot. Reboot. Shake off all the flat negative energy ready to take on whatever the day brings. Number two, set the tempo. So music is a powerful thing. Um, I love to put on a good tune um, that resonates with the mood that I'm in. Now, sometimes I'm in quite like a, yeah, just real chilled mood and I will put love songs on. Or it will be, um, literally though, like, I love at the minute, um, or if I'm feeling a bit like, sometimes you've got the emotion, it's always true, isn't it? One song, if you're in a bit of a low mood, you listen to the lyrics of the song, and if you're in a good mood, you just listen to the beat of it. So, Dean Lewis, Reese Lewis, so Dean Lewis and Reese Lewis, same, same surname, um, those two are cool at the minute, I love Sam Hunt. Um, what other ones, what other people do I like? Uh, they'll come to my mind probably straight after this. Lewis Capaldi is cool. Uh, like his tunes. Jasmine Thompson, she's cool for covers. But there's a lot of cool people, um, that I like listening to. There's a song yesterday that came on called One Foot by Walk. I think it's Walk the Down or something. That was an awesome song. Just came on. And today is New Music Friday as well on uh, Spotify. I get excited about New Music Friday. I love a bit of new music. So, yeah, set the tempo. Music is a powerful thing. So if you're feeling in a good mood, get those tunes that you love on and just let your feet just... You'll just feel your feet start to pick with the tempo, pick up with the tempo. Um, fresh air. So whatever the weather, uh, the, this is guaranteed. Filling your lungs with some good oxygen can boost um, your muscles as such. But think about that nasal breathing. Nasal breathing is a massive thing. It stops, obviously, with, it increases your immune system at this period of time. That's brilliant too. But also, as in, you know, it impact, improves in with the way it sort of impacts your, your immune system positively. Um, it also allows, you know, if have a look at that oxygen advantage, there's so many key things. So I'm not going to try, I'm not going to digress because I'll just, I know that I'll get way deep into it um, and get excited. Um, so uh, number four, low impact. All right. That's a massive reason why it's good is the fact that there's no big stress on your joints. So you can walk for as much as you want and build strength in your system without the load. So no recovery needed at the beginning. Uh, well, near the start of the, the lockdown period, I walked to Woodbridge and back. It's like 17 miles, like five hours. 
loved it. Just I felt like walking, felt like doing something low impact. Um, and yeah, just just you can just keep going and going. Um, number five, in control. Uh, by the way, guys, I'm a little bit extreme, so you don't feel like when you read this, like shit, the better who did an hour for you. Like it's you versus you always. I got a t-shirt yesterday as well. One of my clients bought me, which was just mega. That said, you versus you, and I promote that all the time because it is literally you versus you. Whether that's about your body, your training, who you are. Um, so when I say things, um, I I do. I'm a very endurance based person. So take what I do with a little pinch of salt compared to. Um, you know, other stuff as such. Um, but um, what I'm saying here is the fact that you could just walk for ages and it not have a stress on your body. Number five, you're in control. Um, so you can't be late. That's what I love about walking is that there's so much friggin' traffic, especially in Ipswich at the minute, because there's traffic like lights everywhere you go just unnecessarily. So if you say to someone, I'll be there at this time, you know you're going to be there at that time when you're on foot because you are in control of your feet. You're not, in, you know, you haven't got any, that's, I'm a bit of a control freak. I don't know if you guessed, jeez. Um, <laughs> so there's no intric- extrinsic variables in your way. This is a big one. Um, so you, if you're not, uh, what well, I believe, if you're not early, you're not late. So and that's a big stress that can be taken away if you put, just go walking. Just get, walk to the location you're supposed to. Uh, number six, like I say, kill two birds. So playing a podcast while you walk, reflecting on your day, you can learn new things and have your to-do list sorted by the time you reach your destination. Um, so love that. Number seven, you're grounded. So regaining your power back. And that is the best way that you can get, uh, that you can take control, uh, is, uh, basically getting your power back, having two feet on the ground and going as fast or as slow as you like up and away from the sedentary desk position, uh, which a lot of people spend a lot of time with. So even having it on your lunch or your break period, just getting out and going for a walk. Um, going also, if you're on like like ground where you've got grass, getting connected with the ground and getting earth with your bare feet is so powerful as well. Feeling that connection with the earth. Just take your shoes and socks off like now and again. Oftentimes, we've always got our shoes on. It's good, nice to just actually feel earthed and connected. Number eight, social. So like I say, catch up with a friend. Even if you get a boost from conversing with passers-by, connecting with the world around us. Now, that sounds so small, but just giving a smile to someone passing by or waving at them. If a lot of people go on walks at the same times and you will pass the same people because your lives are intrinsic with each other. Um, And so you actually start to make friendly faces or friends as such just by walking a lot of people who dog walkers will get that um and that's so cool because sometimes people live lives or jobs where they're on their own at a laptop or they work from home and they don't get to see a lot of people so actually going for that walk um you know human connection is a big thing number nine it's free so not only does it cost nothing but you can do it whenever and wherever uh, I've been doing like a 5k walk every night. I love it. A little reflection at the end of the day. Like touching base, making sure my little things on my list of things to do have ticked off. Making sure everyone I've like replied back to. Because sometimes, like everyone, we'll get messages and we'll just reply on our head and forget that we haven't actually physically replied. And then we're like, oh shit. So, especially at this time, where we just feel a bit like, like yeah, you don't know if you're coming or going sometimes. So, it's nice then to have that sort of reset at the end of the day to be like, right... 
Um, so that's number nine. And number 10, make an impact. So without knowing it, you're inspiring others around you to put your break, to put the brake on and take the path. And it's so true. Ah, I said it again, and it's so true. Those four words. <laughs> I've had a pound for every time I said those four words in the last couple of episodes. So it's, yeah, though that one. If you're in your car and you're passing people by that are walking and that are like, you know, putting front, one foot in the other, you're actually, they're inspired by you. You know, the amount of times that I've had messages and I've been like, oh, I saw you out, I'm now going for a run. Or, oh, like, you know, great to see you, I'm doing this now. Or I'm going to walk next time. Or, you know, putting it on Strava or recording it and telling a friend. Or, you know, even just doing a little Insta story whilst you're out on your walk. You never know in that moment who you've just inspired. So sometimes it's not all about, like, what you're doing for yourself. It's actually the impact that you're giving other people. And that is massive. Um, so, you know... Just keep that in mind too when you're doing things is that, you know, you never know who's watching um, and you never know who you're inspiring. Um, so kudos if you have been out walking or, or cycling or doing other things, you know, people could see you that you don't know you've seen you and you could be making that change without even knowing it. So that is your, um, you know, that your contributor, you're making positivity louder as such. The world needs definitely um, more of that. So there you go. There are, uh, that is my episode on walking uh, with a little uh, introduction on ownership. Um, make sure you take that with you into whatever you do next as well in regards to whatever happens. Everything I believe happens for a reason. Uh, whatever's thrown your way. I also believe about the lessons. Lessons will keep coming back into your life over and over again until you learn them um, in different ways. Um, and I believe that everyone you'll meet, everyone you meet is to, you know, teach you a lesson as such or, or, or teach you something. Um, so embrace it, embrace every moment, know that bad things never last as such. Um, and yeah, get out and walk. If in doubt, walk. Legends. I hope you've had a good day so far. I hope you have a good rest of your day. Um, And I've enjoyed talking to you, as always. Have a good one, lads and lasses. Much love.